Welcome to the I'm Not a Barista podcast. We're here to talk about all things coffee, from industry careers, brewing tips, community support, and more, with some really incredible people who love coffee as much as you do. We hope their stories inspire you, because humanity runs on coffee, and together we can empower all the people behind every cup. Hello, guys. Welcome to I'm Not a Barista podcast. I'm your host, Mickey. And today we have a special guest who is the first water sommelier in Australia. His name is Darren Michin. And in this episode, we talk about Darren's coffee journey and, and his love for all things water related and how he got into the water industry. Darren shared with us the importance of understanding the role of water in coffee and how it can greatly impact the taste and quality of the final cup. We also talk about how different types of water could affect coffee and what factors you should consider when you're choosing the right water for your brewing and daily hydration. Whether you're a seasoned coffee lover or a professional barista, this episode is the one you don't want to miss. Derry, welcome to I'm Now Barista podcast. I have known you for a while. You were a volunteer writer mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not barista for a while and you are also the first Australian water sommelier. Sommelier? That's sommelier. That's sommelier. Sommelier, yeah. Depending where you're from. It's sommelier, if you say like French or British or American, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. Yeah, sommelier, yeah. Sommelier, all right. So, Darren, first, before we talk about water or coffee, um, please tell us about who you are, what do you do for a living, um, yeah, perfect. Um, in coffee, I was um, I'm now uh, working for a green bean importing company, um, specializing Brazilian coffee. So um, I'm basically uh, selling green bean coffee to coffee roasters, um, and connecting with the producers in in Brazil and um, learning what I can with Portuguese at the same time and um, helping um, connect the roasters with. Um, with the producers and getting people out there with these great coffees. So that's what I'm basically doing, going around and drinking coffee and getting people to taste coffee. Which, uh, with the green bean side of things. It's, it's, it's a great, it's great. Um, it's a great way to connect. Um, you get to see both sides of the story. Um, you see the customers enjoy the coffee from the roast, from the cafes and roasteries. And yet you also talk to the producers every week as well. And you know, got that link in the middle where I have, I've got that opportunity to share those stories. And I think that's the important part of what I really enjoy. I get to share the stories direct to where they go. That's beautiful. All right. So today, most important thing, let's talk about water. I, I, I know that it could be a big topic, right? Depending on uh, who you ask. How did you get started? How, how did you get into this? Um, it can be a big topic or some people just think, oh, it's just water is just water. Yeah. So that's a topic that can be. Um, think that water for me is like I fell into my water studies because I wanted to make a better coffee, but then I moved further down the line, as in like, well, instead of it just coffee, what is water by itself? And then I experimented with cooking. Just started with cooking, like making pasta with different waters, and I wonder why my pasta tasted different because I used different waters when I was making it. So when you're kneading it, and then it just became, oh, because that mineral is this and that, and the composition's different. So this is where my I got interested in what I was getting at with different waters. And then I 
was sitting down um, during a um, what, during our lockdown periods, and I was still working, but I had a lot more opportunities to because I couldn't travel as much to learn some new things. And I bumped across this uh, water sommelier on a Netflix episode, and um, I sent him a message asking about it. What do you do? Like direct messaging, and um, oh, I've got a water sommelier school in. Um, and he hooked me all up there and I did some training with him. And then nine months later, I completed my water sommelier certification um, as the first one in Australia, um, which was freaking crazy. I didn't expect that when I first started the journey. For me, it was just making a better coffee. And now I've learned more about water. And now it's I understand my coffee better because of my the water as well. But it's different to you find in... Um, other people who like coffee, people who love water, they always talk about how to brew with the water. Right. My way of looking at it is how to pair the water with the coffee. So you have a nice co- coffee you already want from a cafe. You can't control what water or what water they use in their brewing, but you can sort of control what you're drinking next to that coffee. It's like pairing a wine or with a with a with a piece of food or like the sweet and sour things and you're getting on certain foods and the balance and the contrast. So you're drinking a glass of coffee, well, you have a coffee, then you have a water with a different type of mineral compared to another water with a different mineral. You're going to have that different flavors in the coffee because of the way the water prepares your mouth. So water is a big topic. Really interesting stuff. Yeah. But for most of us, we don't know much about water. Maybe we know... Still water, sparkling water, yeah. purified water, mineral water, that's it. I think many people will ask, how do you make money, Darren? And as water sommelier, what is your job description and who do you work for? Well, it actually, um, I'm not using it as a job at the moment. I'm still building up um, uh, uh, experiences with it and learning with it. Um, the job that comes with it is a responsibility to educate people that water has flavor. Yeah. Um. Other sommeliers around the world, there's probably only about 100 in the whole world. Um, other sommeliers, uh, they do consulting for restaurants. They um, set up water menus for restaurants to offer their customers. If they're spending money on a meal and a wine, the right water will elevate those flavors that the chef and the winemaker have already prepared. So pairing them together. Um, a lot of water sommeliers just do training and education. Um, as in helping people understand um, different, like why it's different, like and things like that. I won't go into it at the moment, but the why they're different is um, is that's just part of the it's part of the things I'm doing at the moment. Like I do right now, I'm doing water tasting sessions, uh, probably about twice a month, um, where people come and taste ten different waters side by side. They walk into the tasting sessions and they say, "Oh, water is just water." Okay, fine. You believe that. They walk out with their mind blown and they're sending me pictures <laughs> of all the different waters they're buying from the supermarkets and stuff like that. And just to have someone think about it is for me is a success. It's like I I, I just I get a happy face when they pick up their bottle and they oh, it's got all these minerals in it now. So they understand because it's got the label on it, it means something different to something without a label. Like the transparency of the branding and what they're doing. Um, it's just sharing those stories about water. It's just like a coffee farmer sharing the stories about his terroir of his coffee, why his coffee is what it is, the processing method. Like every coffee farmer has a story. Every bottle of water 
from a natural source has a story. It's exactly the same. And it's just getting those stories out there. It's like what we do, get our stories out there and share the stories so people can learn from them. And that's probably the, one of the biggest outtakes I do at the moment is sharing these stories with education um, on the mineral water side of things. Um, it will get bigger as, as a, 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 not at the moment, but it'll get bigger. Um, but it's just more awareness. Um, drinking water has become more popular for health and well-being at the moment. I know in Australia, alcohol drinking has dropped by about 4% in the last two, uh, two years. So, um, and Australia itself is the second highest consumer of bottled water per capita in the world. So it's, there's a market in the whole world to understand about water. That's what it really is. Yeah. Uh, can we call it as a trend? Because I really didn't hear much about the, the water thing and start maybe a couple of years ago, I saw this Netflix show about water called Martin Reigns, a German guy in, uh, in America. He's my teacher. He's my teacher. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. So yeah, he's my teacher. Yeah. <laughs> how how many people are doing this? Are certificated like uh, water uh, simulators in the world so far? You are the first one in Australia, right? How many are there now? I'm the first one in Australia. Um, uh, most of them are based. They're all scattered around the world. But you have like one in Brazil, a couple in uh, probably four or five in the US. I think there's one in China, a couple in um, say uh, Taiwan, Hong Kong. Korea has a good, uh, quite a few in South Korea. But most of them are in Europe. Uh, Europe and there's a couple in South Africa. So they're all scattered around the world, um, and it's. They all sort of want to do the same thing as what I'm doing, as in sharing the stories. Um, it become it's a it's a trend for people who um, are not really exposed to say Michelin star restaurants and and fine dining uh, places because they've always had access to top quality water. Um, it's sort of within the coffee scene. It's not a big deal because the people are focusing on the coffee. It's the it's the coffee's always been the hero. And no one's ever made a second thought about the water and what it does next to your coffee, which uh, I know um, for barista championships, if you use a different water next to your um, your coffee when you're serving that, it's going to change how the judge scores you because you're preparing a judge's palate based on the water you're sitting next to them. But it's not something people think about. But yet it's done in people think about what water they're drinking when they're judging wine for wine competitions they always have to have a, a certain type of water with minerality so it changes so it doesn't affect it's quite neutral but then we don't think about that for coffee um, a lot of chefs in the kitchens and uh, don't talk to their head baristas so they're serving a beautiful coffee they have a beautiful meal and they both don't work together in, in the mouth like you have the nice uh, balsamic salad dressing with avocados and you stick that next to a flat white, which is the not going to work together because you've got the acidic types of dressings going with the dairies. It just doesn't work together on certain types of – but, yeah, in the cafe, we, we just accept it. So it's just sort of getting people to look at it as it it's not just for a high society or michelin star restaurants and, and fine dining places. It's just everyone should have access to options of water. Like we have options of coffee. Right. So according to your experience or your opinion, where we are right now, you guys are working hard to spread 
、uh, to raise the awareness of water, right? What is real, natural, good、yep. water? But where we are right now, how far are we? Ah,、uh, where? How far are we? You could say we're a long way away from where we need to be, but we're also a long way forward because this is the you no, know, the barriers are not there. The barriers, it's、uh, it all comes down to because water is something everyone drinks. It's not like oh, I can't drink that. It's not like alcohol or coffee or oh, after a certain time I need a decaf. It's like as soon as someone like they don't, as soon as you put it in front of someone, like here's the water, and they'll go, oh, what's this? I go, oh, it's water. They go, blown away. It's like absolutely blown away、um, because they're drinking something they didn't know.、Um, there's three, probably you could say three or four different types of people that、um, are really interesting that would drink water.、Um, you've got the people who come in and believe. Water is just water. You're not going to change my mind, and then they're blown apart because all of a sudden you've just shown two different waters, like I had just here.、Um, one is a TDS of a, a, a minerality of about sixty from、uh, a glacier, so it's actually quite fresh, clean, and one's a TDS of one thousand three hundred water, and that's just from an RT. So it's come out of the ground all by itself. So that has a lot more minerals in it. It's going to taste different. To one that's come from an ice,、uh, an ice glacier in、um, in Iceland, so they're going to change the way you feel. And you put them in front of people, and it just blows their head apart. That's sort of what you're going to get with people. There's, yeah, there's barriers out there. I'm not paying that, but then once they realise it's different, it's like coffee, a, a geisha, and a um, and having oh, just something spent a regular coffee. So it's sort of put it like that way in coffee. There's a special coffee, and then there's a everyday coffee. It's the same with water. So we have a new thing called special water now. We have wine wine tasting. Well, yeah, because I see coffee tasting, and now we have the new trend. It's called water yeah. tasting. <laughs>、um, yeah, well,、um, right now, right now, happening in、uh, in Athens is a World Fine Water Awards. It's where they're judging the best waters of the world.、Um, Uh, happening every year, they do that, and it's it's like a cup of excellence, but it's for water. The waters、wow. enter in their different categories, and they get their um their um awards, and that's done every year, and um that's done with about seventy five people in Athens right now, today, and yet tomorrow, um, and it happens every year. There's judging awards um through the Fine Water Academy and the Fine Water Society. It's 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 a real thing, yeah, yeah. Is is、yeah. a completely new industry, like new whole new world. After knowing, especially coffee, now we have a special water world. You need to study.、Uh, it's really really interesting. But they're so integrated. This they're so integrated there, Mickey. It's like so integrated. How a cafe, like so many good cafes now, have got good menus and good foods, and people spend money on like twenty five dollar or thirty five dollar cups of coffee, but then they want to have the the tap water that they give them. Um, and then that tap water has been stripped of all minerals, so it's basically you purified water with nothing, and you drink that. It's dry on your mouth. The aftertaste there is no aftertaste.、Um, it's got that、um, sharpness at the end, and then you're putting a twenty-five dollar geisha in there. So how's that going to work when you've got nothing on your palate? Right. Yeah. It's uh, uh, for me. It's like okay, I go to a coffee shop and order some food, and I expect some nice water. Uh, but of course, I don't want to pay too much because I think I get used to free water every day, right? We can we go get purified water or tap water. They are very cheap, and、That's、we、perfect. just、yeah. we just drink it. But 
Um, That's what it. do you think in the future will be like if more people are uh, know water better, just like you? What do you think water will become more expensive? I think yes. Well, I don't know about more expensive. I think it, it's already um, in Australia. It's it's probably the, it's the second most expensive country in the world for bottled water, but it's like behind Singapore. And then um, it's water itself. Yes, it will get more expensive. I just think they in the future there'll be more options for people instead of just being given. Oh, here's your water when you sit down. Oh, would you like our, our our complimentary water, or would you like to have a look at something on our water menu that works well? So I think that is where the specialty places would would go to. It's with, it's an extra revenue stream for them. Doesn't cost them any money to do it because they can just stick a box of water in the fridge. That's it. And then all they got to do is educate their customers. Like, here's our complimentary water. You're welcome to try that. But if you want to have a different experience with your mouth feel paired together. You can try one of these waters we're offering that works well for that. And they pay their four dollars for that extra experience or something, four or five dollars or something. And it's something that people will do if they're offered it. But they've got the choice to say no if you give them the option. So right. you have four or five coffees. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of coffees there as an option on, on, on cafes around the world now. You have more than one, you don't just get a, a one coffee choice. Um, and that's where I want a water option. And I think where we are now, I think 2023, um, we don't have options for water. Where we should be having options for water because it's the most important beverage the human needs. Exactly. But then we have options. We have options for bubble tea or the options for everything else, but not water. <laughs> yeah, water is water, right? That's what most people think. But like you said, water is just yeah. hope. Big world there, so many kinds of water. So, what kind of water do you recommend us regular people to drink? There's different types of water, like for hydration purposes. Like I drink about six or seven different types of water a day, depending on my mood, the weather, what activities I'm doing, because each water does things different for your body, based on what you're doing. So, okay. if you want to use the uh, the marketing buzzwords they use called electrolytes, electrolytes are the same thing as TDS. So your minerality is electrolytes. So a Gatorade basically doesn't have many – a tap water you have will probably have more electrolytes than a Gatorade because it's hasn't got the sugar in it. It's probably better for you. It's going to get you better, um, depending on where your tap water is from around the world. But in general, um, say something like an Evian is probably an everyday one to drink or something similar around that middle of the range um, water that uh, you can easily access. I think in the whole world you can put – Pull out these Evians, the Fijis, um, those brands, or it doesn't actually literally a certain brand, but as long as it says on there natural mineral water and not purified water, that's okay. Okay, no purified um, water. Purified water is purified water is tap water. Yeah, that water. <laughs> yeah, and we shouldn't be paying money for tap water. Yeah, it's tap water. There's nothing wrong with tap water, but you shouldn't pay money for it. It should be given to you. And if you're buying a bottle of tap water, well, why don't they just give it to you? A lot of people out there, there's, uh, they don't even have access to clean drinking water. So tap water is a, it's an important thing to have. There's nothing wrong with tap water. I just wanna, it's not a bottled water sommelier. It's a water sommelier in general. So it's not saying bottled water you must have. It's tap water around the world is very interesting. There's nice places to have tap water. And you shouldn't be paying money for it. That's the, my big point about it. It's like... Um, if they're offered a tap water, just take the tap water. Um, but you just need an option out there to look at right, right. something. 
But next time, if you go to a coffee mm. shop, remember, if they don't have water option, we better buy our own water. If you order some expensive coffee there, right? <laughs> Otherwise, we'll ruin do. your taste. I always taste. have a bottle of water with me. Always. Yeah, I always take a bottle of water with me. Yeah. And I post it on there. I do a little food pairing at the cafes. And I've got a couple of cafes now in Brisbane that actually now stock certain waters um, that I've been to around because they've seen the things I've done. And I've done some tastings with the cafe owners. Um, and they offer a, a, a bottle of water. They have one or two options now on their cafe menu, but they still have their regular tap water they offer their customers. So it's a slow integration, I think. It just comes down to the education piece. Um, it's like okay. where water is, I think, is behind where coffee is in that journey because um, people already expect, it, or in the specialty coffee, people expect information with their coffee. They, they want to know where it's from. They want to know that information already. They do, but water's behind that journey, but it's going on the same path. So that's how I look at it. And quite a lot of these water brands, like really good water brands, they're family businesses. It's like a it's like, like a coffee farm. It's owned by a family, for example. Um, Icelandic's another family business, and it's like they're all a lot of them are family business, not multinational companies like the big brands out there. So the family business are the ones that's doing the right thing. All right. Mm. Very, very, very interesting topic. Yeah. Uh, before this, before the chat, I did some research and I bought some special water for tea. Oh, good. For pouring tea. And it's three times oh. as regular mineral water. And they are from another province in China because now I'm, I'm yeah. in China. And uh, it's probably... Somewhere in the middle of China, it costs like I don't know hundreds of thousand kilometers from from yep. here. I can taste a little bit different, yep. like because I drink coffee. You know, the body is more is is it has more body more well, smooth. It will taste and different. it has more mineral. Yeah, according to the label, but I never could imagine that I'm drinking water from somewhere so far away. I thought water is always local resource, right? Someone company. Uh, yeah, purify the water and get it ready for you. So you drink. That's it. It's insane. <laughs> it literally is insane. Like we drink wine from around the world. We drink coffee from around the world. Um, I've been to many tea farms. Like when I was living in Japan, there's quite a lot of uh, you, everywhere you have access to anything. Um, the world is not one. The world's connected so much now that we have access to so many options. And well, we have the access to that maybe people couldn't in the past. We have access to this. We should explore it. Yeah. And you'll find out when you're having your tea as well to certain waters, it'll change your because tea has got a certain uh, way it sits on your tongue and then a water next to your tea will really, really change that too. One big thing um, I noticed with uh, people who love to drink red wine, um, if you have a very high mineral uh, still water, like uh, I've got here the three bays water, from from Victoria, Australia, um, it, this one's actually creamy. This water, so it literally tastes like a, a like a it's very creamy, like a custody. It's got a very yogurty type of creaminess, but it would, it's super sweet. And it's just it's water from Victoria, Victoria. It's just got twenty five different minerals in it, and and it's beautiful. And if you have that next to a red wine, it's going to control those tannins of the wine. And all of a sudden, they're going to elevate all the other delicate aromas and flavors that the winemaker wanted you to get because the, the minerals control the tannins. It's just it's amazing when you get someone next to it. Oh, wow. That's just, and I do the same with the coffees. Like 
I think after this episode, I will definitely cook very expensive meal with mineral water. <laughs> I will taste how pasta tastes differently. <laughs> Well, with a pasta, another good example that uh, Martin Riso, um, that my teacher keeps telling me about, is New York bagels. The best New York bagels are always made in New York, um, and the bagels around the world often um, the people who make them get the recipe of the New York water, so they can use a New York type of water in their bagels. So it tastes like a New York bagel because that the fluffiness and everything. Because the water in New York is very good for baking. Compared to say LA or I know in Brisbane, Australia, the water is all very different. And if you want to make a New York bagel here, it's not going to taste like a New York bagel because the water. I mean, it makes a big difference on how when it rises in the oven and cooking, and let's just the way the minerals react to um to the heat as well. I've been to wine tasting, coffee tasting, but I've never been to、yep. water tasting. Tell me more about it. What's what's happening? At the water tasting event, a water tasting is when、um, well, well, water tasting events that I'm hosting is、um, I'm presenting、uh, still mineral waters based on minerality, say from your low, super low category, which is from a TDS or total dissolved solids of、uh, say fifty and below, all the way up to your super high, which is、um, up to one thousand three hundred, and you taste them all side by side. And you understand the journey of how the minerals and the source change on the on the tongue because you're doing it side by side. So that's um, yeah, that's that journey that you're on. That so you and then all of a sudden you're wow, and people come back to oh really how different it is, and it, it's just interesting to see the reactions of those journeys for a water tasting,、um, side by side, and that's、uh, only for the still mineral waters. Sparkling is a different story altogether, and that. Blows people's heads apart when you give them different sparkling waters. So, how many how many kinds of water do you normally offer?、Um, five still and five sparkling, so about ten different types.、Um, but not full cups. You just have a little bit of each cup because otherwise you've got to run to the toilet all the time. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. So about ten ten waters.、Um, you do a tasting journey like through a, like a wine flight. Um, between one hour to one and a half hours,、um, it's not too long.、Um, depending on how how the group are reacting to it, the type of questions you get,、um, they're only in small tasting groups of about ten people. So you have the intimacy where you can actually talk about it because I believe it needs to be small because it's a、um, it's an experience that the people have never had before,、um, and they want to ask questions, they want to talk,、um, and they have that intimacy at the smaller groups.、Um, You have the access to ask the questions you want to ask because you've never ever done a water tasting. I'm sure you've only got one glass of water next to you, not three. So it's sort of it's people don't ever experience that. So it's just have that connection where they can ask these questions they want.、Um, and the different types of people that I've had coming to these tasting sessions are amazing. It started out because of my connection with coffee. A lot of coffee people are coming, which is amazing. But then they talk to their friends and talk to their friends. I still get a lot of coffee people coming. But then I'm now getting personal trainers,、uh, doctors, nurses, um, uh, veterinarians, uh, all type of people who want to come just to learn more about the water, <clears throat> like the water for a、um, a sparkling.、Um, people don't even understand how it can come out of the ground with bubbles. So it's sparkling water, and it's already got bubbles in it as it's come out of the ground. It just blows people's head apart that they can taste the difference. 
compared to a one that's been carbonated. They they think everything's carbonated, but no, this comes out of nature. Mother Nature puts bubbles in it through the geological activity, and it comes out sparkling, and then they bottle it. And the, the bubbles are what makes it so different because they're gentle, small bubbles, not the big, crazy bubbles that we often associate it with sparkling water. So it's just mind-blowing how there's so different. I want to know, what is the most asked questions during your event, water tasting event? Okay. Um, what's the best water? That's probably the most one I get. Um, and I get the same answer I will always give is there is no, there is no best water. Um, the best water is uh, what you like. It's the same as what's the best coffee. It's what you like. Um, there's no best water because they're all different. Water has its own terroir. It's got its own story. And it's like it, there is no best water. That's probably the one of the most popular ones. And with the coffee people is with, can I brew coffee with this? They always talk about, <laughs> can I brew coffee with this water? It's like, yeah, you can, but don't. Or don't use that water because the minerality is way too high for your coffee. Use that water if you want to brew coffee. It's like, and then they start to understand after the tasting journey, the questions are very different to the start of the session. Like the start of the session, they go, oh, what's your favorite water? Or what coffee can I, what can I brew coffee with? And, and then at the end of the session, they're asking, oh, why does this, why does the minerals uh, make the flavor like that? Or what does the source do to this? It's like they're different types of questions as the people are going on their journey. Right. So one hour with daring can change your life forever, at least you change your opinions about water forever. Well, they could change. Not so much one hour. It's one hour just understanding water. It's like one hour. If you want to have an hour and a half, that's fine. One to two hours. Want to do a weekend where we can hang out together and drink water. Um, yeah. Why not? It's like, <laughs> it's a. I know. I, I now have my own son who asks me um, when I pick him up from tennis. He'll call me. He actually asks for. Oh, instead of can you bring me a water? He'll name a certain brand that he wants because it helps him recover better for after his sports. He'll depending on his mood. He'll ask for certain brands because I've got a quite a bit of a stockpile at the back here, and he knows what water he wants depending on his mood. Um, if you have a, if you're not feeling well, you drink a water with a higher minerals because it's going to replace. Um, it's like, I know when I'm not sure, when I had, when I was sick, I drank a water with a high mineral. I recovered much faster than other people. Um, because I w wasn't just drinking purified water or tap water. I was drinking a water with my high minerals plus the medicine. I recovered faster because that's what used to be medicine. We didn't have medicine. We were told to go to the natural spring and scoop up our own waters through certain parts of Europe, um, where most of the waters are from. So the old, through the Alps and the mountains, through the, the Balkan regions, and there's so many water sources out there that we can access. I've never had a lot of water, though, from China, so I don't know much about that. I'm hoping to get hold of some soon. I think after this episode, I will go to the supermarket or some special store I can find. I will find as many water as possible and I drink all of it. I will let you know. <laughs> Maybe have a small water tasting cool. section at home and uh, it's very very interesting yeah. at least we can try to cook pasta with different water it's so <laughs> like interesting um, you'll notice it more so when you do it yourself and side by side tasting so you just have one you're never going to know the difference it's like a cupping 
like a coffee cupping. You never just cup one coffee. You need, because you have to have something to compare it with. Right. So when I'm working for doing my green bean, someone only wants one coffee and they ask for one sample, I bring three. Not because I want to sell the other ones, but because they need a comparison. Makes sense. I need sense. to compare it with something else. It's the same with water. And there's like wine tastings. You never just get one wine. You have three wines to compare something with. It's sort of, yeah, that's how I look at it. Like a so Darren, comparison. according to your understanding, which country so far has the most highest level of understanding of water? The highest amount of, so it's definitely through Europe uh, where they've had those, uh, the springs are really old. They've been there for years. Like uh, Germany, for example, I think they've got so many, over 2,000 brands themselves in that one place. Um, a lot of the natural springs there, they scoop it up. They walk up to the hill. Scoop, they still go up there and scoop out their own water from, from the spring because um, it's there. They have, they've been there for years and centuries. It's definitely within Europe. I don't know which country. Um, another one, uh, Brazil's another one that's got amazing quality water, different types of sources and many, many brands from great sources as well. So, um Australia, we've got a lot of great water here, and we've just picked up three awards yesterday for some of the best waters in the world. But then people in the public don't know how to access it because the only way to access it if you're looking for it, you just think, oh, boom, that's it. It's, it all comes down to the marketing behind the brands and how they're trying to distribute them. So like, where would you get this water from? Can you buy this in China? Um, and can you buy this in Japan? And can you? It's recently been available in Singapore, but my goal in the next 12 months is to get it to a few more places because they're really nice people. And I've got a bit more of a network with the coffee industry to help push it out there. So try and use those, uh, lean on those uh, relationships. So you've got a cafe, you're a roaster, try this. Not for coffee, but with coffee or your education. So yeah, I think I better went off tangent there, but that's so I, I, I think for yeah. uh, for beginners, for regular people like me, we don't know much about, about coffee, uh, water. So when we go to supermarkets, what kind of water we should looking for? Like, do we have to check the label of all waters? Because there there are so many brands there, and some of them are very very expensive, and some of yeah. them are very famous. But it doesn't mean they're good, right? So if you go to a new country, you're looking for some quality water. How do I identify those good waters? Front of bat ones. The first thing you need to do is um, look at the label. You pick up the label and it goes natural mineral water. This is a plastic bottle like this. You call this a, like a normal bottle of water, plastic bottle. Um, straight away, you can see uh, natural mineral water written on the bottle. That means it's from a natural source. It doesn't say purified. That's probably the most important thing. So natural mineral water, that's a real source uh, of, of what you're getting and it's not man-made or changed or whatever it is. Um, the good things, though, um, in many countries, they have a much, uh, quite of a strict regulation for labeling about what you have to write on the bottle. Um, unfortunately, it's not that strict here in Australia, but around the world, there is quite strict standards um, where it tells you what minerals are written on the label, which is important. You want to know what you're drinking. Uh, a bit of a story about the water. Um, but the most important thing, if you're walking into the shops, is Natural mineral water is the most thing, important thing you need. And don't get overwhelmed by all these marketing buzzwords of uh, pH positive, pH 10s, and 
uh, alkalinity and uh, electrolytes. Um, just look at the, the the facts written on the label because um, yeah, pH and the alkaline and anything like that. A lot of it with very high pH is not natural. Um, it's been altered, and that's I know it's a different conversation about how pH is that, but. Um, yeah, so in the supermarket, something to say natural mineral water is probably the safest way to um, to, under, to know what you're drinking. Um, for a, a daily drinking water that you need to help just on a regular day, you, a TDS of sitting between 200 to 500 is probably good to drink. Anything lower than that, you're not going to get all those minerals that you need for your, for your body because your body needs 25 daily essential minerals and you're not going to get them with a TDS lower than, say, 85 or something off the top of you. So something higher than that, if you're drinking water and then a quite high TDS, um, you're going to get your daily minerals and it's going to help you. The higher the minerality, it's obviously better for you for recovery or hot weather and um, for hangover recovery as well because the minerals will fix you straight back up again depending on what minerals. Um, yeah, but overall, um, in that middle range, say what what's this one, for example, this is 200 to 240, this one. Um, but Fiji is sitting on, um, say, what, 250. Uh, the Evian's 350. So they're all about that sort of range to help your know, daily hydration. Um, these other two I had here before, um, they're probably not daily hydration types of water. They're more of an experienced water. So they're the ones when you pull out your Panamagashas or the experienced waters that take you on a journey. So there's different types of water for journeys and it's a special one up here where a water is actually being captured by the mist through the through a valley. They've captured it on nets and bottled it in there. So it's going to have a different flavor as well. It's not even from a liquid. It's not even from a solid. It's from a, from gas, from a clouds. So you can capture that and bottle that into a water, and it's a natural source. So different ways to experience it. That's another experience water, not a hydration water like this one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. One last question. Uh, also, the, the second most asked question at your uh, water events, coffee people ask you, can they brew coffee without water? So what is the best water to brew coffee, in your opinion? Well, it all comes down to the coffee. Um, you'll find at many uh, Barista Championships and Brewers Cups and stuff like that, um, everyone uses different water minerals. Some people make their own water. Some use uh, mineral supplements like third wave water, Aquacode, and other people will use a natural mineral water um, based on their coffee. Like I've competed with a natural mineral water. I've used the Icelandic before. Um, I had great results. But then this water is not good for different coffees. Um, if you want a higher, you want a bigger mouthfeel, get something with a bit higher in silica. So a bit higher in silica will create a different mouthfeel. Um, but many coffee people don't want to spend money on bottled water to brew with. That's the big issue and because it's expensive. Um, they'd rather have their own option to make the water or use water they've got or just use an RO system. But, yeah, coffee water, it varies. I use a lot of different waters, but I keep the minerality sort of below about 150 down. The TDS, so anything above that, you can have a high minerality, that's okay, but then make sure you have don't have good coffee because you're not going to taste the good coffee. So, if you have you don't have a coffee, you don't, if you've got a coffee you, want, you have to drink and you don't like it, 
use a higher mineral water and again it'll it'll um you'll have a better experience in your mouth. You'll taste more of the minerals, not the coffee. So a funny experience for the uh, Australian Aeropress Championship recently. I brewed my competition in Aeropress with sparkling water. I actually made my Aeropress coffee with sparkling water and served it to the judges because it was fun. It got a really interesting coffee, like a 400 TDS sparkling water. I brewed that in my coffee. It was, it was so much fun and I, I didn't win. I got knocked out, but it doesn't matter. Just experiment. That's what you find, the water that suits you. Right. There's so much to learn for everybody. And uh, yeah, we all need to learn. We, we all need to change the way we see water from today. Um, drink better water. That's the way. And how it all goes back to the coffee as well. Thanks for tuning in to this I'm Not a Barista episode. Subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram at I Am Not a Barista for more empowering vibes and true coffee stories that connect you with coffee lovers around the world. You're a part of our global community where we celebrate baristas and their craft in everything that we do. Mm-hmm.